You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome to the Oz Network for the fourth and final week of MonsterVerse Month as we go way back in time to what uh, we recently found out is the oldest movie we will ever cover. Not that we will ever in history, because maybe we'll do something later down the line, but up until this point, the oldest movie we've ever covered, which is the original MonsterVerse film, let's call it, 1962-1963's King Kong vs. Godzilla. This is not the new Godzilla vs. Kong, in case people are tuning in all excited and they're wondering why we're laughing uh, and mocking it so badly. Uh, This is the original Japanese Godzilla film that brought in a very bad-looking papier-mâché-masked guy in a suit with King Kong. Uh, The original meetup of the two monsters, and... I'm excited because I've been talking about doing this movie for a long time, and it's the first time we've ever been able to do one of the classic Godzilla movies, which is going to be fantastic. My name is Colin, and who out there is listening to the show? No one, because it's dull and boring and without imagination. My name is Godzilla. Back off, monkey balls. (laughs) Ben, what happened to your voice? (laughs) This is Jamie, by the way, who hasn't been on a full episode in, what, two years almost? Has it been that long? It's been that long because we did John Wick Chapter 1 hours before the twins were born. We did John Wick Chapter 2 days after the twins were born. And you basically swore off recording because it was too tiring. See, that's what this movie is missing. Keanu Reeves. (laughs) Well, I I don't know if he'd been born yet, but um, (laughs) maybe they'll insert him into the new one. I don't know. Uh, But yeah, Jamie's filling in for Ben this week. I Uh, bet that uh, John Wick could kick uh, King Kong Godzilla's butt. I bet he could bring I, them down with a pencil. Sure, he could. He's more likely. He's more likely to kill other people for hurting Godzilla and King Kong because we know he has a thing for animals. But uh, way to go, Jamie! Be, be, be careful how you say that he has a thing for animals. Anyway, that's Richard Gere, I think, not Keanu Reeves. Anyways, <laughs> two, two minutes and Jamie's already made this episode about Keanu Reeves, and he wasn't even born when this movie came out. Uh, congratulations, Jamie! You brought it up. I didn't bring up Keanu Reeves. You did. You said, you know what would make this movie better? Keanu Reeves. Because you said the last one that we covered was John Wick. Oh my goodness. We're sidetracked already. Anyways, we're talking about King Kong versus Godzilla, the Toho original, um, the first real Godzilla versus something movie. And uh, going through a little bit of history here, which I have with this movie, uh, I will say before I ever saw this movie, I didn't see this movie until I was an adult already. Uh, I didn't see any Godzilla movie until I, I think I saw the original Godzilla when I was a kid. Uh, didn't know that you know all these other Godzilla movies existed until I was maybe in my late teens, early twenties, and I already told the story on here that I watched through all of the Godzilla movies because Hockey Night in Canada, you know, is on Saturday nights in Canada, and then uh, at midnight, once you have two back-to-back hockey games, they will usually show a movie, and they spent a summer or I guess a spring summer around playoff time going through all the classic Godzilla movies. Because nothing goes with Godzilla like hockey. I... I, I yeah, the pirate. <laughs> um, but uh, when I actually started watching that marathon, it was already into the fourth Godzilla movie, which was uh, Godzilla vs. Mothra, uh, which we will not be covering next week, but maybe we will, I don't know. Uh, but I had missed uh, this one, and it wasn't until uh, I think I was in my mid-20s when I downloaded king kong versus godzilla this movie and that was the first time i ever watched it but way before then when i was a kid uh i remember going over to a friend's house and he was like oh let's watch a movie and i'm looking through all the movies he has and they had king kong versus godzilla now i'd never seen a king kong movie never seen a godzilla movie but i knew what they were i knew this is a giant dinosaur that breathes fire 
fighting a giant monkey. And I'm like, let's watch King... I, I remember fighting with him for like five minutes. I'm like, but I want to see King Kong vs. Godzilla. He's like, no, it's not a very good movie. Let's watch something else. And I think we ended up watching like Superman 4 or something like that. But, but I think honestly that your your tastes in movies and things like that has always been a little bit ahead of your time. Like a little bit more mature than your well, age. Well, yeah, when I was a kid. I mean, I'm, this movie was essentially made I mean, for kids, how old but... were you even when you read uh, Black Beauty? Like, well, I mean, I was reading novels by the time I was five. But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you're just you're 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 intelligent, it's, it's, but you're not like this you're, is you're this, not snobby about having it. having Jamie on the podcast is the only time I receive compliments, which is good. <laughs> but anyways, this movie was essentially made for kids uh, back in the '60s, you know. But when I eventually did see this movie, I thought it was great. Uh, and I've only seen it one other time since then. Now, I I don't think you'd ever seen it prior to this, but uh, or, or am I wrong? Because when I watched through all the Godzilla movies, because uh, that marathon that Hawking in Canada had on back when I was in my mid-20s, uh, that was only the first 15 Godzilla movies, like the classic ones. Uh, and then when I watched through all the Godzilla movies, it was before the 2014 Godzilla. So we were married at that point. You may have seen them on every night as I was falling asleep. I doubt you paid much attention. This was the first time you've ever seen King Kong vs. Godzilla? Mm. Yeah, this was the first time that I ever saw this movie. But I mean, a little bit of history. I mean, we've been together for like fourteen years, but I've I've known that you were such a huge fan of both of these uh, things, like King Kong and Godzilla. But honestly, like before I was with you, I had never seen any King Kong at all, and the only Godzilla thing that I had seen was the movie with Matthew Broderick, like kind yeah. of around the time it came out. But that was my only exposure to to this. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen anything else. Now, now that you have seen but, this... But you usually would fall asleep watching Star Trek. I don't remember King Kong or Godzilla. Yeah. Well, I watched through every... All 30 Godzilla movies at the time. Uh, but you fall asleep within 30 seconds. And yes, I fall asleep within... True. I don't know. 30 hours. <laughs> it, it takes most of the <laughs> night, pretty much. Yes. Uh, but now that you have seen this, thoughts on King Kong versus Godzilla? Um. Well, I mean, I felt like... The, you know, it's kind of a fun movie. I could tell, obviously, it would be something that would be geared more towards kids but I think you know as I was mentioning to you when we were watching it I think the most fun thing about it was the fight scene at the end because it was so goofy Mm -hmm. and I just (laughs) wanted to choreograph it and and just you know dub it be like kick him in the balls (laughs) you know and and take that banana balls and and everything like that. You know, he's, well, he's dancing. He's like, put the left foot in. Yeah. Put the left you know what? Well, let's let's save some of it because we may have a surprise for people on the end when we get to the the, the final fight scene here. Uh, but I mean, these movies are goofy. I'm not gonna lie. They're they're meant to be goofy. And I don't know if I'm gonna buy this at the end. You know, I'd be hard pressed to buy many of the classic movies. I think that there's a charm to them. But they're not great movies. I mean, this one in particular, uh, just giving a little bit of history. I mean, Godzilla had come out 1954. Uh, King Kong had come out like 1932. And they had made a quick rushed sequel to King Kong, Sung of Kong. Like, this was an American film. A Godzilla's Japanese movie, 1954. 1955, I think it was, they did Godzilla Raids again. And then Godzilla was dead. There was no big master plan to have this long-running franchise. You know, there wasn't that much... I mean, Godzilla was a huge movie, but it wasn't like the public was demanding we need a new Godzilla movie every single year. Uh, so this movie actually comes to be, believe it or not, not from the idea of the Japanese studio Toho or Shiro Honda, who directed the majority of the classic Godzilla movies. Uh, this actually originated with one of the original, I guess you could consider him one of the original creators of King Kong from the 30s, Willis O'Brien. Now, 
Willis O'Brien wasn't involved in the writing or producing or directing of the original King Kong, but he was the guy who did the special effects. This was like Hollywood's original special effects guy. He pulled off the impossible task on King Kong where they put together like effects that I think, you know, they, they worked it out um, on the, the special edition DVD that this would have taken something like two years to do the visual effects of what the classic King Kong, if you did it today with the same technology, people today, they say it would take two years. He pulled this off in a couple of months. Uh, now, he had gone on to do lots of stop-motion animation stuff, and he had come up with the idea in the late 50s, early 60s, somewhere around there, of doing an American King Kong versus Frankenstein. Now, not Frankenstein's monster, but like a giant version of Frankenstein. So Willis O'Brien tried to get this movie made, the special effects guy, uh, as King Kong versus Frankenstein, and... Part of the problem was that there was no way to get rights from Universal to do Frankenstein's monster. So he just kept shopping around. And uh, I think it was a friend of his uh, who had said, let me see if I could find an alternate studio who's willing to do this. Now, at the same time, Toho Studios, they had already made Godzilla, the first two Godzilla movies, had taken a seven-year break from Godzilla, no new Godzilla movies in seven years, and had gone on and done Rodan and Mothra and all that. And they were looking to do their own Japanese King Kong movie. But getting the rights to that was too difficult because the American studio Arcade O didn't want to give it up. So eventually these two two things come together when this friend of Willis O'Brien's takes his pitch to the Toho Studios and says, hey, could we do a King Kong versus something? Now, the original idea was King Kong versus multiple things. It, It wasn't even Godzilla. They had had several story meetings and eventually decide on, well, why don't we bring back Godzilla? You know, people kind of liked Godzilla. Let's try that. Uh, but King Kong was sort of, this movie was made to get King Kong to Japanese audiences. Now, funny story, Willis O'Brien, who pitched this funny original story, idea. Mark. <laughs> funny story, Jamie. Uh, Willis O'Brien, who pitched this story, was left out of the loop. And he eventually tried to sue to actually get some type of rights to this movie. And they denied it but they said, because they said, well, you pitched an idea of king kong versus a giant monster and sure your friend went and behind your back and did this and this and this but you have no part in the movie that was eventually made so he gets cut out of the deal but this massive uh partnership ends up forming between the japanese studio toho and uh the makers of the american king kong movies so a little bit of interesting history there for you jamie (laughs) no let me let me go back to my original quote uh who out there listens to the show no one because it's dull and boring without imagination let's inject some imagination into it jamie why don't you contribute for once come on dynamite drop-ins let's go no but dynamite drop-ins that's that's what you get from king kong godzilla dynamite droppings um um no but seriously it's it's just because you're like this huge movie buff and you're you're the type of person that actually loves to watch like the special features not only that but you you look and you you scan and read every single meme that goes by in the credits and like i'm telling you 99 percent of the people that's when they turn it off or restart the movie well you, you know what it, it's it's good to sometimes recognize a name if you watch these enough but by the way, as, uh, as, ain't nobody as time for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that you try to pitch it as, oh, it's just because you're a movie buff that you're giving all this history. I'm glad to see that you listen to our show when we do this every single week, giving the history lessons on a movie. I hear it from upstairs. I did pull this up for you here. You can see what Willis O'Brien had illustrated for Frankenstein versus King Kong. Uh, and you could see that it would have been like a giant, on the left here, you could see a giant Frankenstein. 
he basically has it if people can find this you can find it on wikipedia uh it's willis o'brien's painting which shows king kong on the right and it's basically the tail of the tape like the way you'd get in a boxing match like height reach chest waist size and all that neck size uh it's kind of a cool little painting there the the king kong in this movie though some of the expressions when they panned up really close on his face he almost looked like a crack addict or yeah something. yeah this is not uh and that would cause some um friction i guess with the original creators of king kong willis o'brien as well as marion cooper and uh, like the original creators writers and directors of king kong because they basically hated the idea of a guy wearing a suit wearing king kong because king kong was created as stop motion animation it was meant to kind of be like cutting, you know, uh, cutting edge visual effects. Uh, but also, let's be honest, um, the mask for King Kong in this movie is, it's not a joke to say it looks like paper mache. Like it is terrible. It's really bad. It is terrible. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to cover much else as far as the history of this movie goes. You have any questions as somebody who listens to this podcast all the time. So clearly knows our format. No, I mean, I, I live with you. So you tell me all I need to know. Okay. Well, are you aware of the fact that this movie has two Bond girls yeah, you told me that, I think. Two Bond girls from the same Bond movie. Did yeah. you know that? Are they the hottest Bond girls? No, but they're, I mean, they're the hottest Bond girls that appear in a King Kong movie, I guess. <laughs> there you go. Uh, anyways, uh, so uh, also, yeah, I guess, last bit that, of... That other lady is really hot. Wasn't she in a Godzilla movie? That um, The one from uh, Memoirs of a Geisha. Wasn't she in a Godzilla movie? Yeah, yeah. You, we talked about her last week. She was in the Godzilla King of Monsters. She's really hot. Okay, well, I'm glad you got your type. Uh, yeah, <laughs> anyways, uh, last bit of history on this movie is that uh, I had mentioned on uh, our previous uh, 2014 Godzilla episode, uh, and even a little bit on The King of Monsters, that the Japanese studio had made a strictly Japanese movie, but the American studios, when they picked up Godzilla, the classic Godzilla movie, they needed to position it for an American audience, and American audiences wouldn't accept a movie with a full Japanese cast, even if it was dubbed, like we got to put something American in there for the Americans to, you know, identify with, which I think is fair. But uh, but I even gonna... told you watching the movie though, I'm like, you know, it's kind of funny because the dubbing is so bad. But yeah, it, the the, but... the dubbing is so bad for everybody because you thought, oh well, maybe it's just because certain people like English isn't their first language or they they don't know English. But it's like everybody's dubbing is really bad. Well, that that's part of what I was I was getting at with this movie is that. Like the original Japanese Godzilla movie, which said, we're going to take the the Japanese Godzilla movie, or the American version, we're going to take the Japanese movie, we're going to delete a couple of scenes, we're going to film new sequences with an American actor, kind of interacting. So a perfect example is, in the original American Godzilla movie, uh, the Raymond Burr character is just an American reporter. So it was easy for them to just, every once in a while, in the middle of an action sequence, cut away to a shot of him standing with a few extras around him, and pretend like he was always in the movie. But it was just a few days of filming and they inserted those scenes in to basically after the fact put an american in the movie but another example would be like uh there's a courtroom scene in the original godzilla movie and you see cutaway shots to the american reporter which was only in the american version and then when one of the main japanese character walks out of the courtroom they film him only from behind and you'll have like the american character interacting this movie does something similar yeah but you know what though i found that the japanese characters in this uh, movie that they had way more personality well, i i they, don't think it would have they did but um here's the funny thing we're watching the american version of this now i've seen both the japanese and american versions there's three times that the american studios have done this with a godzilla movie putting a couple of American actors in, changing the story slightly, 
um, basically Americanizing a film with some new scenes. They did it with the original 1954 Godzilla. They did it in the 1984 reboot Godzilla Returns or Godzilla 1985. And they did it with this one. So this is one of only three times where Americans said, we're going to put our own actors in there. And I'll point it out to you as we go throughout here. I mean, there, there are reasons why the dubbing of even the American characters looks bad because I, I, I can't find, you know, complete confirmation on this. But I believe this movie was filmed. There are certain sequences that were filmed intentionally to have both American and Japanese actors. And then later on, the American studio said, well, we need a little bit more of American in there. Let's do this. It's a lot of the news footage stuff you're going to see. But uh, let's get into the movie here, if you don't mind. Uh, okay. So it starts with a UN report, and this is basically what I'm talking about. Now, I don't know if all of the Japanese news footage that you see was in the Japanese version. I would expect it is. But every once in a while during these UN reports, you'll see the Japanese news footage will say, now over to our American counterparts, right? And then you cut to the American newscasters who have decent dubbing because it's them recording, right? I could. Did you pick up on that while you were watching that this is like... Oh, it's a little bit awkward. They just keep going back from Japanese to American. No. But that is the reason why. I guess why. I wasn't paying attention. To Those that. are the new scenes they film for the American version, basically. Mm. Uh, now, in doing this, uh, this movie was actually made to be very humorous. Uh, it really is. But we have a fraction of what it is. I mean, it, it's it's basically been described, the Japanese version, as like a, almost a full-out comedy. And here there's like some funny moments here. They're like intentionally funny moments. Uh, but... A lot of that stripped through these newscasts and whatever. Uh, so there's some tremors. Or there's a lot of stuff about earthquakes here. Uh, some type of tremors in the Arctic. We get some shots of an iceberg. Uh, and then there's a lot of talk about these berries. These giant berries. Which Now the basic story, if I can sum this up in 10 words or less, this movie, it would be pharmaceutical company sponsors TV show... TV show wants monster ratings. <laughs> that's, that's basically the plot of this movie. Now, how much of that did you pick up on watching this movie? Um, I mean, that was kind of obvious because obviously the the TV station was all over the place involved in the movie. But did you pick up on this is a pharmaceutical company that is the sponsor of a weekly television show and the TV producers and the pharmaceutical company wanted to increase their ratings. So, like, let's get a monster. I'm going to be honest with you. I was kind of tired and, and <laughs> w- with cuddling with you watching it, I fell in and out of sleep. <laughs> if, first of all, we, we should speculate because I don't want people getting the wrong idea about our marriage. We weren't cuddling because I allow that. <laughs> because we all know how I feel about touching. Oh. Um, it was literally because by the time we were able to watch this movie, children had confiscated the TV to watch Monsters, Inc., so we have to watch on my phone, and you have to kind of lean over. So I don't want to give people the idea. Oh, of it, like, my I'm... goodness. Anyways. <laughs> but there, these berries is something I guess the pharmaceutical company is talking about. And I think this is supposed... Again, I've seen this movie three times now. I think this is supposed to be these berries they use for some type of... Or they can use for some type of pharmaceutical use. Erection? Maybe. Let's say that. That's where <laughs> your mind's going to go. Uh, but how, how how big is Godzilla and God and King I knew, Kong see, you you've asked this during the movie. I don't know. We don't see any. They're okay, on the but, screen. Do you see one? They're probably pretty tiny. But why? Because of the radiation. <laughs> I love that you're looking for the scientific explanation behind why they're not well endowed well, or no, floppy. Like, okay, whatever people believe about 
evolution and stuff like that that doesn't matter but people people say that like we came from monkeys and stuff like that so does that mean like that monkeys and apes have penises have you ever seen a monkey or ape? I don't know. I would assume that they have penises and that's how they that's how they mate. I've run into some problems recently on the show Googling things that I shouldn't, so I'm not going to Google it. I don't, I don't want to pe- people to think that I'm some weirdo, so I'm not even going to It's Google a little that. late for that. <laughs> well, I'm not going to Google it even on my my, my secret Chromecast. We're, we're, we're into the third scene of the movie and you're already what, asking what about like, whether monkeys have penises. What if, like, it if internet provider is watching and they're seeing that i'm googling if monkey penis is that the worst thing they're gonna find in your google search history i think not honestly probably not (laughs) this is why you haven't been on in two years by the way uh you're like oh can we make this quick well it would be quick if you weren't talking about the dick size of monkeys no wonder that they're both so mad they haven't gotten laid in a while That's why they're fighting? Yeah, because they're mad. They don't got no one around to mate with. And they, they can't that's... mate with each other. They're not gay. <laughs> How do we know they're not gay? Because they're mad at each other beating the crap well, out of each other. Well, let's be honest. Maybe maybe they like rough sex. I don't know. Why is this a conversation? <laughs> <laughs> You're crying, Jamie. Like, we are minutes in here. Go- King Kong can't be gay because we see him feeling up women. He's definitely into other species, though, so I don't know, maybe. Um, what a weirdo. <laughs> he's the weirdo? Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, so it, it's it's mentioned in the scene here that they want ratings for their show because nobody's watching it because the show is dull, so let's go to this island where there's apparently a monster. We can get these berries and kill two birds with one stone, uh, and people will want to see a monster. That's going to be good for ratings. Uh, so that's basically the plot of the movie. Now, this is similar to the 1976 King Kong movie, which I mentioned to you is probably my second favorite King Kong movie, despite the fact that I watched this movie for years. I would watch it quite frequently. And every time I watch it, I'm like, that's a bad movie. And then somehow it just grew on me. But that's kind of the idea about, you know, uh, corporate sponsorship and, and using these monsters as a mascot. It originated here. Did you like that one with Jack Black? You know, another one that I hated the movie I kept watching it, and it grew on me. But I will say, I may have shown it to you. I I re-edited that three-hour monstrosity of a movie into about two hours and 20 minutes. I don't remember. My own cut of it. My own, the the Colin cut. uh, Release the Colin cut of King Kong. If anybody out there wants it, (laughs) sign up for our Patreon. No joke. If you sign up for our Patreon, I will share with you. I want you to call the movie King Kong Circumcised. Okay, no, perfect. There we go. Because <laughs> of the calling cut. <laughs> if anybody wants to sign up, you can sign up for any tier of our Patreon. Uh, I will release to you my cut of King Kong the Circumcised. Uh, King Kong Circumcised? That's what you want to call it? Sure. The 2005 <laughs> cut edit that I did, which I think is pretty good. There's a couple of things I couldn't get around, a few choppy edits. I'm like, I got to cut the sequence out. But I think it's a much superior movie. But there you go. Great offer for our patrons out there. Uh, we already have one, by the do way. Do they prefer cut or uncut? <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. I know <laughs> what I prefer, but I ain't saying it. Yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> by the way, for people who've already signed up, if you want it, if you're already signed up to our Patreon, just message us, and I will give you King Kong Circumcised. But don't message me. <laughs> don't mesh. Don't message her. She's slowly morphing into Sean Connery. <laughs> I bit my tongue really hard <laughs> yesterday, so so some things sound funny. Anyways, it's like right at the back of my mouth. Anyways, so all all the while this is going on, there's an Arctic mission in a submarine. Um, they're investigating these tremors. 
the iceberg sort of explodes. You can see the glowing, you know Godzilla's about to appear. This is Godzilla coming out, and Godzilla attacks. Uh, now, one of the, the worst lines, and I, I can imagine this would be one of the things that would upset the Japanese viewers of this movie, when they cut to the American newscast that was inserted for the American edit of this movie, and the newscaster, after this Godzilla attack, the first initial Godzilla attack, the world is shocked to discover that prehistoric dinosaurs do exist. 30 seconds later, he names him Godzilla. Now, first of all, this movie takes place in the continent. Godzilla is in this iceberg as part of the continuity of Godzilla Raids Again. Well, isn't, isn't And he actual... has the name Godzilla, so why is this... God, monsters exist. You already know the name of it. Like, this is, isn't a newsflash. Is, okay, clear something up for me, because, again, I, I don't know much about the series. Is it actually, was it actually called by the Japanese Gojira? And then, Gojira, yeah. And then just um, it Americanized to Godzilla? The Ameri yeah, the American name of both the movie and the creature became Godzilla, but it's always been known as Gojira okay. in the Japanese. Um, because I didn't know if, like, that's just how Japanese people try to pr pr yeah, pronounce no. Godzilla. And it came out as Godzilla? No, the, the American movie makers said, we're going to rename this Godzilla. Does, uh, go does Gojira mean something in Japanese? I don't know. We'll find out. Oh. We'll, we'll look it up, okay? Um, anyways, but this newscaster's like, dinosaurs do exist! And then he mentions Godzilla by name, which means he already knows Godzilla exists, which is just stupid. Uh, so this is when the pharmaceutical company slash, you know, uh, television producers say, we need a monster of our own. Let's go to this. It's not called Skull Island in this. It's called something else. Uh, let's go to Un Skull Island. Uncut Island. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, Foreskin Island. I don't know. what. We... <laughs> JB has bit her tongue and, and lost the ability to breathe, apparently. <laughs> Such a funny word, Foreskin. <laughs> okay, Jamie, this is... We're going to be canceled by the time <laughs> this <laughs> book is over. All right. Okay. Do you need to take a breath? <laughs> I'm crying, but I'm kind of together. Okay. Okay. Whew. Anyways. <laughs> okay. No, I'm really good. Okay. Okay, I'm good. I'm fine. Back by popular <laughs> demand. <laughs> you should you should come up with some type of shirt that says foreskin in some way. <laughs> Let's not. Um, I don't think we're going to get a lot of buyers for that. I'd buy it. You also own our Tickle Me Mustache shirt from Mission Impossible. So. And I love it. Yeah, you do. You try to wear it to doctor's appointments. I'm like, you were not wearing that out of the house. I love it. It's so funny. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so they go to, let's call it Skull Island in here. Uh, the newscasts are saying that Godzilla is going to be coming home. I don't know how they know this Godzilla is coming home. He's only got one place to go, I guess. Uh, so the King Kong expedition, the, the TV production crew, pharmaceutical company, they've got this trek through the jungle. Uh, and I love this is when they have, um, uh, the, the guy, the, here's some of the humor left in the movie. The guy who's sort of lagging behind is like, come on, speed up. What's your problem? He goes, sorry, my corns really hurt. And he goes, your corns hurt. And he goes, yeah, they always hurt whenever a monster's nearby. <laughs> what? So How again, many times does this happen in your life? Exactly. I mean, in all fairness, in this continuity, Godzilla's had two movies. Rodan's had a movie. Mothra's had a movie. So I guess, but again, we just heard the Americans say, Newsflash! Shocking news! Prehistoric creatures do exist! But what? this guy's got magical corn powers. <laughs> why, why do people get corns on their feet? Why? Uh, my mom got them. I don't what, know. What, what is corns? Is I, that just it gets hard? Yeah, I think so. I, I, like, my mom had it really bad, but let's just say this. My mom 
would walk barefoot to school. When we lived in LaSalle, Man- the metropolis of um, LaSalle, Manitoba, I mean, at the time it was tiny. Our school was, you know, didn't we couldn't even support a fifth or sixth grade because there weren't enough kids for it. There were like less than six kids in, in what would have been fifth or sixth grade. But I don't know, let's say a five minute walk to our house and all the roads in LaSalle were gravel. And I'm talking like the big rock gravel. My mom would walk from our house to pick us up from school barefoot. So no wonder she had corns, but... They never sensed anything when they came nearby. Like, this guy's monster-sensing corns. <laughs> it's like um, those women that they, they feel their boobs and they're like, is it raining? I didn't know that was a thing, but I love that you <laughs> physically demonstrated that. Um, we will not release that on Patreon. Uh, also, there's some good homages in this to the classic King Kong movie. The first one would be this this tribe that sort of worships Kong uh, when they get there. Oh, and didn't you love the... Um, uh, the, 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 what you called him the guy who was in blackface, but it was actually, I think just dirt because this guy's no, no, I didn't say blackface. I just said that he, he obviously had makeup on to look, make his skin look darker than it was, but he didn't look like he was black. He just looked, he looked like he was trying to look a little bit darker brown than he was. Yeah. Well, this guy has great reactions in the movie. I mean, if you want to see this for anything else, just watch his reactions. He's the big smiling guy. Uh, but his, yeah, his but, face but paint seems to disappear. The doctor guy was one of the... One of the most funny people. Yeah, one of the most funny, yes. Uh, yeah. I will mention, we actually get uh, the first Bond girl in one of the sequences here. Um, I can't even keep track. Like th- This movie has obviously been cut down enough that you can't really keep track of the human characters. Uh, but there's a, a brother and a sister, and, and then there's like a boyfriend... Uh, if you got that scene I remember yeah when they're having steak yeah they're having steak and then the, the brother's arguing like hey how come your boyfriend gets a bigger steak than your brother <laughs> <laughs> look at that writing and, and as, as one of the guys is like dangling out the window he's basically harnessed himself to the balcony railing and he's like whoa whoa like there's some weird humor in this movie that I really want to see the Japanese cut of this now look but, at me ma no arms yeah that's basically what he's doing but when they're <laughs> arguing about the stake here the sister slash girlfriend is uh, the actress who plays uh, Mi- Mihama is the one who plays her and she played Kissy Suzuki one of the two Bond girls in You Only Live Twice now the other Bond girl is going to appear later on from You Only Live Twice but the famous story of You Only Live Twice is that these two actresses were supposed to have different roles. And Mi Hama, who was, uh, I guess, not as proficient in English, even though they were going to dub them later, had to swap roles. So she played Kissy and the other actress played Aki. But this is Kissy here. So it is cool to see a little Bond cameo in here. Kissy my Aki. <laughs> That's not her name. No, did Those you are two separate did, names. Did you see what I did there? Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's a pun on Kissy and Aki's names. I get it. Kiss my Aki. Yeah, I know. It's Kissy and Aki. <laughs> Combine the names. Got it. <laughs> Kissy my Aki. Anyways, skin. let's quickly. Let, let's. <laughs> uh, I love that I'm saying let's quickly wrap this up as Jamie's gone on a laugh attack on Kissy body. my foreskin. Okay. Jamie's evolved into Cookie Monster here. Okay, I'm good. Ah. You're really not good, but let's just say that you are, okay? That, that F word sets me off every time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, F slash or skin, okay? <laughs> yep, that's the one. Okay, moving on. Yes, let's move on and pretend like none of that actually ever happened, okay? Please, thank you. All right, moving on. Let's quickly wrap up the section here. So, the, during the, the whole trek through the jungle, the corns hurting, the magical corns saying monsters are near, the corns turn out to be right. 
because a giant octopus appears and King Kong comes in and fights an octopus. Now, to me, and I actually... what an octopus. And what an octopus. Look at those tentacles. Um, Made me hungry for sushi. Yeah, well, here's the interesting thing is that this octopus was real. Yeah, well, you could tell it was real, obviously. It was but, just that it was, like, blue screen or something. But, like, that's the thing that, you know, so often these movies are just, oh, it's just guys in suits and stuff like that. Like, every once in a while they'll change up the effects and you get something like this, you know, which is a welcome surprise because it looks gross, it's slimy, it's slithering. There's a couple of shots where Kong is just sort of wrestling with an artificial tentacle or whatever because they gotta get a close-up shot, but it, to me it looks good. Um, after this, the, the King Kong fight versus the octopus... Uh, there's the... I wouldn't even call it attack. I mean, the villagers are just well, sort of why, fleeing. Why didn't he squirt him with ink, though? Isn't that That's like, a very good question. Isn't that like their defense mechanism? <laughs> yeah. to try to ch- just squirt and then run away? Yeah. You know, uh, like how... <laughs> never mind. <laughs> uh, let's never mind, because I don't even know where you're going, but I'm sure it's unpleasant. Uh, let's quickly wrap it up here where King Kong gets captured. Uh, now, do you remember how King Kong gets captured? Uh, they sing to him. Sort of. First, King Kong picks up their giant barrels full of liquor and drinks himself into an unconscious state. Oh, I thought that that was just like (laughs) sand or something. Sand? (laughs) I don't know. I'm really thirsty. I want a nice bowl full of sand. (laughs) It's coarse and it's rough and it's irritating and it knocks you right out like NyQuil. (laughs) orange like what kind of liquor is orange where do you see the color of it in the movie i thought you did i thought it was really orange like tang (laughs) like are these like tribal people having tang maybe it was the 60s tang was a thing (laughs) maybe um okay tang was pretty sweet though you gotta give me that it's all right yeah it's good the astronauts drink you gotta love what astronauts (laughs) drink right anyways kong's captures you said the the tribal people do this very extended dancing which i think is still going on right now like th- this movie's only 90 minutes long but i'm pretty sure that you know with deleted scenes added back in here this would still be going from 1962 to 2021 uh, anything I, like, re- I like the dance party though yeah, I mean, it's, it's not bad and again that's kind of a th- it's kind of a throwback to the classic king kong not just this you know so- sort of tribe feel but the fact that they have like the ceremonial dance this part of the movie uh for a movie that is really what started Godzilla as a franchise. It's crazy that even Toho, the the studio behind this, seemed more interested in making a King Kong movie. And, and Godzilla is almost an afterthought at times. But anything you want to add on this whole first section of the movie here? Nope. I think I said it all. Icebergs, submarines, dongs, uh, <laughs> the newscast. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's let's hope how to God that's the last time. How many times can I say that word in this episode? I'm gonna hope no more, uh, and I have editing power, so we'll see if it goes too far. Uh, all right, so there's a lot more talk on the newscasts. These newscasts really go on for like half the movie, and I, I remember this as being part of the movie, like seeing this the first time. Uh, what was it like? I don't know, 15 years ago, let's say. Uh, I, I remember this sort of being the one where there was wow, a lot of old. newscasts in it. Yes, I am. And people still think I'm younger than you. Let me just say that. No, there's there's that. But also, I could probably only maybe, like, do physically maybe, like, a third of what you could do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I know. You also... <laughs> age has nothing to do with it. You can't remember what happened on Tuesday. Oh, um, my memory is so bad. But you know what? With having kids, it's gotten worse. 
Yeah. I mean, anyway. Well, that's that's the excuse you use. Uh, anyway, so <clears throat> second section of the movie before we get to our neat little surprise on the end here. Uh, a lot more talk on the newscast about, are you sure Godzilla is returning home to Japan? They just keep reminding you these newscasts seem to exist only to tell you Godzilla's coming home. I don't know how they can track that, but they do. Uh, so King Kong is being towed on a raft. Uh, it's amazing this thing can hold him. But um, he's unconscious still. And we get another one of the pointless scenes of the Japanese characters that I'm sure in the Japanese version are much more prominent. This is where we get Aki. You know the girl who drops the plate full of food? And she has the son there with her. And the guy's like, oh, hello. And then the son's like, Godzilla is coming! You know? Do you yeah, remember that remember, part? I remember. Yeah, that's the other Bond girl. She was the one who actually could speak English, so they put her in uh, the, the bigger section of the movie. Oh, the okay. better of the two Bond girls in that movie. Um, she dies and you only live twice. Sorry to spoil that for everybody. <laughs> Spoiler! So, they're towing him on the raft. Uh, there's the first of two train attacks in this movie. Now, this is, uh, I believe this is Godzilla versus a train. Now, you said the funniest thing at this point. Do you remember during the first train attack? What, that they were toy trains? Well, it wasn't you saying that as a statement. You were asking me, like, those are toy trains, right? <laughs> like, No, Jamie, they got a real dinosaur to trample all over a real train. <laughs> Okay, come on. But I'm, I'm asking for, like, effects purposes. Well, but how else would they have done it? I don't know. It's not CGI in 1962. Well, I don't know. Uh, I would have loved if you followed up and said, wait, that's not a real dinosaur, is it? Because <laughs> I know dinosaurs don't actually breathe fire. The real dinosaurs I've seen don't breathe fire. Well, that, that explains why King Kong had that, like, crazy look like he had crack on his face. Let's he, talk he, about that look. He, he Maybe he ate too many people that were, like, filled with drugs. <laughs> well, maybe it's still... <laughs> I got the screenshot up here. This is uh, this is King Kong dangling from a bunch of wires off a helicopter. It's not That's even the ridiculous. it's not even the close up shot of his face. But like, I, I gotta be honest. I mean, it's, I love. I ranked it. I think in my top ten movies of all time, the 1932 King Kong, the original black and white. He looks like the rejected black Teletubby. <laughs> Maybe a little bit, yeah. Uh, it also looks like he shaves his chest because, like, this bodysuit is not good either. It's not like he's got like it's it's like they took an electric razor to his nipples, and he's just got exposed nipples in this giant furry suit. And he's got big big slippers with, with yeah. Uh... But you notice full body shot, no ape dong. Well, it's not real. <laughs> not like the train that Godzilla trampled. No, but like. I want to see a movie like nowadays, like the new movie. I want to see them have like a big dick on the. Okay. <laughs> well, wait a couple days. The movie's almost out. Uh, th- th- we'll come back to you on the review and. Or wait, is it, isn't it in that Matthew Broderick Godzilla? Is isn't it like asexual, where it just reproduces on its own? Yeah, well, that that was the 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 joke from the so, movie. So it's maybe, like, where's the fun in that? Maybe Godzilla doesn't have a dick, but King Kong well, sure does. We, we covered Sk- Kong, Kong Skull Island a couple weeks ago. And in that movie, they established that King Kong's parents were still alive. King Kong was basically a teenager in the 70s. So his parents had died. So there were others of his kind. Now, is he's King Kong. We know he's a guy, right? Kong Dong. Kong Dong. <laughs> we want the... Kong Dong. Okay, Kong so Dong. the Kong Dong is now a thing, along with the King Kong circumcised cut that you can get on Patreon. Uh Oz Network on Patreon. Uh, sign up for any tier to see my cut, the King Kong Circumcised. I swear I'm a regular person. You're not. <laughs> I can confirm because I'm married to you. Uh, so, 
we're going to be getting close to the fight here, but just some of the, the build-up now that the giant monsters are still in here. Yeah, the face is ridiculous. Like, anybody who does... Even if you don't see this movie, just go look up a still image of King Kong in King Kong vs. Godzilla 1962. Uh, so, there's Kong waking up on the raft, and uh, he's sobering up here. He's got a bit of a hangover. <laughs> and uh, they're, they're basically... They, there had been a scene earlier on where... Uh, they were being told by the military or whatever, no, you can't bring this monster into Japan. If you bring it into Japan, you, we will arrest you. So they now have gone on this expedition to get a monster just for promotional purposes. By the way, it gets completely dropped from the movie. Like, that is the plot of the movie. It gets dropped. And I want to uh, give people a recommendation to... Uh, there's a lot of Godzilla movies, which, I mean, they're all just silly fun, but they often do play on some interesting themes and the newest live action Godzilla movie that was made in Japan called Shin Godzilla deals with bureaucracy and it is sort of slightly funny while being kind of interesting at the same time because it's a lot of you know the the government having endless meetings like okay so how would we actually kill this thing well we're not sure how to kill things let's form a committee and meanwhile it's destroying another city it's like our committee's not ready yet we still haven't made a decision like they, they do some interesting things. This would have been a great opportunity. Maybe in the Japanese version, there is a lot more with this advertising. And the 1976 King Kong movie does play a little bit on that. Uh, but yeah, he's sobering up. So in the end, I think it's this TV producer guy who's like, no, don't don't kill Kong. Let me do it. He's, he's my dog. This is the old yeller scene. It's my dog. I'll do it. If anyone is going to blast that dog, it's going to be me. <laughs> yeah, that dong. <laughs> that Kong dong. <laughs> His big fat Kong dog. Okay. So. <laughs> B. <laughs> BFKD. <laughs> there we go. We got, another, we got another. Uh, anybody out there? Hashtag BFKD just to make Jamie laugh. Yeah, but you know, somebody would probably think it's something to do with craft dinner. <laughs> well. Okay. Uh, anyways. So, I would love to do a count on these episodes. How many times I say anyways in order to track you back in here. Uh, the guy tries to yeah, blow I'm, up I'm, the raft. I'm the worst. Why are you doing this with Yeah. Uh, the guy tries to blow up the raft with the detonator. It doesn't blow up. So, they all just start shooting at it. And then all of a sudden, it blows up out of nowhere. And Kong just sort of disappears. But he's not dead. Uh, he's going to be coming back. Yeah, their, their aim is pretty horrible. Yeah. Now, back to the newscast. They're like, Godzilla and Kong are actually headed towards each other. They must be sensing each other. And this is where they, uh, I think that they start to give the hint of something that was never in King Kong before that really makes no sense. They're like, electricity repels Godzilla. Maybe King Kong is drawn to and powered by electricity. <laughs> I don't know why that makes any sense, but it does in this movie, so we're okay with it, right? Solar-powered King Kong. Well, it's not. It's electric-powered King Kong. This is Hydro Kong. Um, but like, uh, like the lithium bunny? Yeah, exactly. It just keeps going and going. But... Um, Th that becomes a thing in this movie. Now, we get the first face-off of Kong and Godzilla that happens here. And I love the, the observers who are sort of watching and filming from the bushes. No, we got to get the lighting right. Again, it's, it's this subtle humor in this movie where they're, they're trying to make you laugh. It's like, just take the picture of this giant ape about to fight this giant fire-breathing dinosaur. No, the lighting's not right. Hold on a second. Uh, and during this fight, what happens is Godzilla kind of gets the upper hand. Because it breathes fire on Kong. And Kong's chest sets on fire. It <laughs> gets singed. Uh, that's why he lost the chest hair. That must be it. I'll have to go back and confirm if he had the chest hair earlier on. But uh, at the at, at the end of this, you get the guy giving one of the funniest lines of the movie where he just, Look! Kong is a chicken! <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Uh, and... Such 
you know, beautiful script. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Godzilla movie. What do you expect? And then they, they obviously come to the conclusion. In the balls. <laughs> there is no balls in this one. We established that. Fire scares off Kong. Kong actually does chicken out. Here's a chicken. Uh, and the government decides we're going to dig a big pit and fill it with gasoline and set it on fire and lure Godzilla into it. Now, they fill this thing with like, I don't know, what is, what is uh, uh, the measurement you could have for this? It is like a, a lake of gasoline and everybody's standing 10 feet away from it, not passed out from the fumes. <laughs> And that would be a good point. Yeah, Godzilla falls into the trap, falls into it. Now, this really made no sense at all to me. Like, I feel like this is something that was probably edited heavily. Uh, and I'd love to, you know, uh, watch the Japanese version to confirm this, but I didn't have time. Gasoline does smell really good, though. Oh, my goodness. I don't Did you like... just say gasoline smells good? Yeah, like, I don't like, I don't stand around smelling it when I'm filling up the vehicle, but it <laughs> smells good. I like it. That's disturbing. What? I'm understanding why you think and say the things you do. Do you think it stinks? Yeah, it's gasoline. It it, it, it makes your, your eyes hurt, your throat hurt, your nose hurt. Well, I like the smell. It makes of, you dizzy. But I, but I also really love the smell of bleach. Like, I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't like sitting around in my you know, house sniffing bleach, but you I know, no, really but the, like but it. But it answers so many questions we've had about you on no, here. My, my mom used to use it to clean floors, and I love the smell of it. Like, <laughs> honest to God, seriously. I love the smell of bleach. Jamie has spent a lot of time sniffing gasoline and bleach, which explains her behavior on this episode. So, <laughs> No, if anything, it's probably from sniffing all my markers in school. <laughs> Wow, we we are finally getting to the bottom of why you are the way you are. Oh, that's where all the brain cells went. <laughs> yeah, that's what... It has nothing to do with having children that you can't remember anything. You're sitting there sniffing gasoline and bleach combinations uh, <laughs> while the kids are napping. But... Yeah, you know what? It could be worse. There's people, you know, that they, they sit in bus shelters and they just drink mouthwash to get drunk. <laughs> Jamie, you're telling me you love the smell of bleaching gasoline. You're not that far <laughs> removed from the guy's swigging Listerine. <laughs> uh, Godzilla falls in the pit. I don't know why. They set it on fire. He gets out, apparently. Uh, we get another train sequence. So this is the King Kong train sequence. By the way, another toy train, Jamie. Sorry to uh, burst the bubble there. Yay. Now, this one, complete homage to the classic King Kong. And this has been done, I believe, in every single King Kong remake that's ever made. Uh, the 1932 King Kong, one of those famous sequences, King Kong attacking like uh, uh, an elevated train. And 1976 one did it. The 2005 one did it. They did it here. Uh, and it, it's really fantastic just to see him picking up these these you know train cars. Now, there's the one woman on the inside, which again, throwback to the original, Kong just wants a woman. <laughs> told, his... you, told you he's got a big, fat, juicy dong. No, he doesn't, though. He needs the smallest thing he could find because that's how small his dong is, apparently. But... <laughs> But he picks up a woman, he cradles it, he tickles her a little bit. This is what King Kong does. Well, maybe, he's a bit, maybe, he's a bit of a rapist. Maybe it has nothing to do with him performing with that person. Maybe <laughs> maybe he just has a fetish for human women. Maybe. I mean, but that's the only what, ones he has. There are none of his well, kind. You know, there are people that have, like, foot fetishes or... or well, it's not, let's not, even, let's, let's not even call it a fetish. There are none of his kind. We already established that. This is the closest he can get. Oh, yeah, that's why he was so pissed off, because he couldn't get laid. <laughs> yes, Jamie, exactly. <laughs> And he's not into that sort of thing when it comes to Godzilla because they're both boys, right? Yeah. Uh, but he takes her. Now, they have to knock Kong out because now he has a human hostage. And uh, 
Kong climbs the smallest building. Now, again, another homage to the original. He climbs the Empire State Building, or in the 76 version, the World Trade Center. And in this one, he climbs what is a four-story building. It's very tiny. It's something, though, uh, they're Just using... some, like, r- random apartment building yeah, on the like, corner. Yeah, <laughs> it's a three-floor apartment walk-up. <laughs> but uh, they got to get him down from there, so they detonate some gas bombs, because that's a safe way to rescue this hostage. As, she, as she's standing on the top of a walk-up apartment building... Not to mention all the people being held by a monkey, the apartment building. Yeah, who are all dead, too. <laughs> and when this thing passes out... King Kong passes out, still holding her. How has he not crushed her to death? Or has she fallen the three stories, four stories down? She's still alive, which is absurd. Uh, and, oh, by the way, the other part of this, just before we get to the uh, um, the, the final uh, uh, fun little surprise we have here on the end. Uh, so, while the gas bombs are going off, they're playing the tribal song, because apparently they have it on vinyl. <laughs> I saw that. They have the same recording on vinyl that this tribe was playing earlier, and they have to drum along, which is one of the funniest things in this movie. The guy drumming along. <laughs> yeah, and then at one point, another one of these really hilarious lines, kind of like the, uh, Kong, he's a chicken, is where he says... Hey, take over. My arms are really tired. And another guy all of a sudden... (laughs) That's what he said. (laughs) Everybody just hears wheezing from Jamie. She can't breathe when she laughs really hard. Oh, it's so funny. Okay. Uh... So basically, Kong passes out. They come up with the idea. Godzilla's headed to Mount Fuji. I love they have Mount Fuji as the final location we're going to get to. Uh, So we have to get King Kong there. What are we going to do? Let's tie him up to a bunch of helium balloons, a bunch of hot air balloons, and fly him over there, which is kind of a cool visual until you get to the the shot of the full body one that made Jamie laugh here. So anything you want to add on that whole section of the movie? Nope. All right. (laughs) This is why we make record time on these. Uh, so this is what we're going to do. Now, if anybody wants to watch along, they can. But basically, I feel like we've done a couple of these. We did the 2014 Godzilla, Kong Skull Island, and King of Monsters. And all we really do when we get to the end is like, hey, this is the best part of the movie. It's so spectacular watching these monsters fight each other. And it's the same thing here. It is spectacular, this final fight scene between King Kong and Godzilla. But there is some silliness to this because it's two guys in pretty crappy-looking suits uh, doing some... Fairly funny things. Now, this movie is part comedy, but it is still pretty straight, and there's some good stuff in here, some bad stuff. So, this is what we want to do. We have the movie queued up here. This is the English version, King Kong vs. Godzilla. Um, and we have it at the one hour and 20 minute mark even. And we could, we'll talk about it as we go along with this. We'll do commentary. We just want to cover it all. So, if anybody else, you can pause us right now, get he, it queued up to one hour. not covering it all. Well... Yeah, we can see he's got his legs spread wide open here and there's no dong. Um, and if there was, he's got like this piano wire underneath his crotch being carried by a helicopter uh, and a bunch of hot air balloons. So yeah, he has been castrated. <laughs> and like with piano wire, how would that not like just cut off his limbs? Well, yeah, there's another thing. Okay, <laughs> let's get technical on this movie. But uh, we've got it queued up one hour and 20 minutes. So... Uh, mm. If it's out of sync, whatever. People don't have to watch long. Feel free to if you want to. We just sort of want to call the action as we see it here. Uh, we're going to count down in three, two, one, dong. All right? Ready? Three, two, two one, one, dong. All right. So King Kong is wiggling. Godzilla is waddling towards him. And they cut the wires. Up go the balloons. And King Kong, 
butt slides <laughs> down a mountain, Mount Fuji, literally going down like wee, and then he crotch bumps Godzilla down the down Mount Fuji. Uh, there's the guy's like, oh no, I gotta get the lighting right on the camera. Uh, Kong is right back up with his shaved nipples, <laughs> and there are nipples on the suit. We can confirm. Uh, Godzilla is just waddling along. Kong's running away because he's a chicken. He's a chicken. Jamie, you want to add anything here? How did these people not like have a concussion after this? <laughs> well, was these are it worth it. They were really in the suits. There is a shot coming up here. There's an interesting bit of trivia because these two guys, these two stunt performers, they were competitive. And here we see Kong just sort of hiding behind the rocks. Uh, he got he has the ape walk down. I mean, I think it's still cool. Yes, it looks silly, but. It, it, Especially the mask. Right now, you can actually see the skin beneath his mask. <laughs> that, that, that smirk on his face, he's like, ha ha, gotcha, yeah. sucker. <laughs> gotcha, sucker. Uh, Godzilla spotted him here, and he's like, hey, hey, what's going on? What's the big idea? Where did you go? What's with that trick pool table? Uh, and, and we're going to get the whacking scene coming up here. So now Godzilla's wagging his tail back and forth. The King Kong is actually following it like a puppy following like a shining light. Uh, tail flip. King Kong flips. Lots of tail wagging. Godzilla's trying to climb the rocks right now. And King Kong's just pulling on his tail. That's an illegal tail. Jamie. <laughs> He's humping the rocks. That's basically what it looks like right now. It looks like it Godzilla's look, mounted it, it. It looks like he's about to give him some. He's <laughs> well, like, he looks like he's doing the... <laughs> yeah, now here's the best part. Godzilla, or King Kong has picked up boulders the size of his head, thrown at Godzilla, and Godzilla baseball batted it with his tail back into King Kong. And now he's fire breathing in King Kong. He's a chicken. He's a chicken. Look at him. <laughs> this is fantastic. We you, gotta do this with everyone. You every mounted my suit. <laughs> I paid a deposit on this, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> so there's some biting going on here. Now we actually get some real, you know, some, I guess, some brutal wrestling here. Uh, or this is dirty dancing. I can't confirm, but <laughs> more singeing of the shoulder and Kong just like, oh man, dancing with the apes. <laughs> that hair is gonna take six years to grow back. Uh, so yeah, body tackle oh, here. Oh man, now I'll never get a lady. Yeah. Uh, especially now they're filming this. I mean, this is basically <laughs> kaiju gay porn that's going to be spread all over the internet. They're rolling down the hill, literally humping each other. <laughs> and I love this part though. This is cool. Like King Kong is actually just pounding fists into Godzilla's head, still rolling down Mount Fuji. Uh, Godzilla's stuck on his back. This is a turtle who can't roll over right now. And King's like, hooray! He's jumping up and down. Who's the man? Who's the man? Yeah. Uh, throwing some more rocks at him while he's down. Uh, more of that King Kong <laughs> oh, jump. Yeah, There's yeah. a famous meme of Godzilla jumping up in the air and, like, kicking his legs. Have you seen that? No. Uh, I'll, I'll try to show it to you in there. So King Kong has hit his head on a rock here. Jamie, take it over. We're about to get the best <laughs> he's part. Like, oh, man. That, that's going to hurt in the morning. <laughs> Well, he's still hung over. Let's not forget he's like, that. Suck my dick. Okay. All right. Thank you. <laughs> well, no. What's what's with the crotch? Crotch. <laughs> no. This is where they're doing. Godzilla is burying him. He's whacking with his tail, burying what, what, rocks. What, what what is that when people do the X sign on their crotch? What's with the Godzilla? DX symbol? Yeah, Degeneration X. What, what's with Godzilla doing that? Yeah, Godzilla. Let's get ready to suck it. <laughs> he's burying him in rocks right now. Um. <laughs> Yeah, now he he yeah he's he's kicking it the way a cat will kick their litter box. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna show you this this famous meme because we could add the Godzilla celebrating one to this. He's uh, dancing now. He's, yeah, he's doing well, that, a celebration. There's so much fun stuff in <laughs> these these movies. Uh, 
Oh, <laughs> yeah. surprise attack! He just headbutted Godzilla. And this is where King Kong actually starts looking scary again. I gotta give some credit to the performers. Like, he's like, no, I'm the man now. And there, that was probably the one stop motion shot there where he kicks him down the hill. Uh, all right, so this is the one I was talking about. Everybody's seen this Godzilla jumping and dancing. Oh, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, that's in Invasion of the Astro yeah, Monster, which is one. actually a, kind of a fun movie. Uh, so, yeah, King Kong's getting buried in the how, rocks again. How can he not know by now that this is not the most practical way to kill your enemy? <laughs> He, what, he burying might, him in rocks? Well, uh, yeah, or, like, just trying to step on his crush. But, it's like, hey, buddy, watch my foreskin. Well, <laughs> why did we have to say that again? So this is the best part. This is where he starts whacking him off with his tail. <laughs> whacking him off? Yeah, with his tail. This is literally Godzilla with his back to him, whacking him in the face with his tail. This is a mating ritual from Godzilla's uh, kind. And he's burning all the bushes around him. He's like, okay, oh, wh- this fur wh- doesn't burn wh- quickly Why enough. is he burning the bushes around? Why not just set the dude on fire? Well, now he's unconscious. You would think so. But he's like, oh, this fur doesn't burn quickly enough. Let's start with the trees. Lightning storm. So the guy's in the helicopter. Oh, don't worry. There's lightning. That'll power up Kong. Like- now, isn't this interesting, though? We know what the King Kong or the Godzilla series will become where Godzilla is sort of the anti-hero. Like, he's a monster, but he's always beating the bigger enemies. This is Godzilla as the villain. Everything about this ending is presenting King Kong as the hero. He there just got struck. the only one. This is a Highlander scene. He just got struck <laughs> in the face with lightning, and King Kong's face is glowing with electricity. He's got, like, glow-in-the-dark eyes, so now he's some type of demon ape, apparently. Yeah. Now, uh, King Kong oh, has that. transmitted he's electricity. He's got powers. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got force <laughs> lightning through his hands into Godzilla's tail. Now, controversy coming up here. Um, who wins this fight? We're going to have to watch closely to confirm, okay? Uh, the forest fire is going on. Still a little bit of fighting here. Godzilla what's, what's, is... What's that line that I screwed up with Star Wars, by the way? What? The pathway to the force. The the pathway to the force. That's ex- you just screwed up again. Many abilities. Some, some consider to be unknowable. Yeah, you always butcher lines, and you can never hum a theme to a movie. Uh, you will always butcher any type of theme, even if it's the most famous theme ever. It's true. This is the greatest part of the movie, right there. King Kong picks up a tree out of its roost and shoves it down Godzilla's face. Godzilla sneezes the tree out of his mouth, flaming into King Kong's face. That is the greatest thing I've ever seen. And that right there was real. King Kong flips Godzilla over his body. The stunt performer who did King Kong was so competitive to prove he actually was the toughest monster in a suit or guy in a monster suit that even though he could have done it with a prop rubber Godzilla, he said, no, I'm going to lift the man's real body weight with that suit and backflip him. Now that's cool. Uh, They're trampling houses, more electricity, force lightning coming out of King Kong's hands. Uh, this movie's so stupid, it's fun. Like, I love this. It, it totally is just a fun movie. Absolutely. Uh, they're about to roll down Mount Fuji again I think here. now they have some foreplay going on, it well, looks like. It's, yeah, they're, yeah they're, they're definitely getting ready to bone. Uh, <laughs> this is a cool shot, too. You got this temple, and then way in the background, you see them fighting, like, uh, beyond the trees. Uh, <laughs> that looks ridiculous. Let's quote-unquote fighting. Now... The rumor hey, for... Hey, look at that. They're mating. Okay, so we're going to see the end of this, and you're going to tell me who wins this fight, okay? Now, we watched this already. Do you know who wins the fight? I honestly forgot already. But, because it's not really clear in the movie. Uh, King Kong just shoved him. Godzilla tripped King Kong. Uh, hey, watch the nipples, buddy. <laughs> yeah, these things are fully shaved now. No protection. Again, he's like, so good. Yeah. What, what's so with the, the crotch symbols? Are you ready? <laughs> uh, kicking some rocks into Godzilla now. Kicking trees. Now there's the fire breath. Uh, big flame. King Kong doesn't care. 
He's about to tackle him through fire. Big finish of the movie coming up here. This is actually cool. They have fought all the way down Mount Fuji. And now they're just destroying this temple, this building, which... This Lego temple. You said it earlier, like, you know, for a 1962 Godzilla movie, the effects aren't bad, all things considered. It's not too terrible. Yeah, it's funny now, but, like, this at the time would have been pretty spectacular to watch. Especially for kids. Yeah, and this was also the movie. We were making fun of some of the silliness. This was controversial at the time because the studio, Toho, wanted to make the Godzilla movies or all of their monster movies appeal more to children. Because even Rodan and Mothra at this point were more serious. They said, we can get a big audience if we sell this to kids. And this was sort of the first attempt. Now they have fallen off of the cliff into the water. There, there's not that much of a huge age difference between us. but So we can both kind of relate to a certain time period. Do you remember talking about graphics and stuff like that with kids appreciated? Do you remember having like Atari and then like no. the, the Super Nintendo coming out? And it's like, wow, this is the best graphics I've ever seen. Not really. I didn't really. I never really thought about graphics much growing up until I really saw PlayStation and N sixty four. I just you know? I appreciated the beauty of it. Now here we got giant uh, mudslide mudslide coming down, which is going to wash the monsters out to sea. Uh, now here's the controversy. Okay, where did that octopus go? The octopus was about an hour ago in the movie. <laughs> yeah, but what happened to it though? He killed him, didn't he? Did he kill him? Sure. Well, uh, which is punching this... him in the crotch or the face or something or what? Sure, I can't remember. Uh, so anyways, because octopus don't have any bones. <laughs> we just witnessed Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, now here we go. This is how they declare the winner of this movie. Fart bubbles. Well, so that's kind of what you're seeing here. It's very unclear. They're obviously fighting underwater, and King Kong emerges, and that's it. Yeah, he's literally like swimming away, like. But King Kong must have had some lessons at the Y or something. <laughs> but, like, here's the thing. Okay, yeah, King Kong shouldn't hey, be able to swim. Hey, that's my big-ass well, cell phone. <laughs> but here's the thing, okay? Now, this is supposed to be a confirmation. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a huge monkey in my window. <laughs> this American is very hairy, wet and stinky. Okay, now let's, let's talk about this. This was always said to be they declared the winger King Kong won in this movie. Because at the time... King Kong was the bigger monster. Even in Japan, as we said, this sort of helped make Godzilla a big thing. But King Kong would have been the obvious winner at this point. Now, Godzilla, the rumors existed for years that there was a Japanese version of this movie where Godzilla won and then the English version King Kong won. Uh, This existed for years. And it wasn't until like the 90s or something like that where it was confirmed, no, that's a myth when the, the Japanese version was released. And they said, no, this has always been the same ending. The only minor difference is they altered a bit of the dialogue where they said Godzilla may have swam off. Now, this is why that's not a conclusive ending. God- it's supposed to be King Kong is the only one who emerges from the water. But there's a line of dialogue in the movie here that says, you know, we haven't, we can't confirm what happened to Godzilla. Godzilla can swim. Yeah. King Kong can. That's To me, that's not a conclusive ending. How do you think, because they're both in the water and stuff like that, how do you think that these guys would do up against Jaws? Jaws? Yeah. Well, I mean, they, sure. they could pick up Jaws in their hand, so I don't think Jaws stands much really? of a chance. Oh, is he, is he, I thought Jaws was, like, just as big. Well, I mean, Jaws is, what, what did they say, 25 feet long? I don't know. I mean, King Kong is, like, you know, 30, 40 feet standing, so, yeah. I would just think that, like, one bite from those teeth, and it's like, you're done. Uh, well, they, there's no force lightning in Jaws, and <laughs> Jaws 4 came close to silliness, but no force lightning. Anyways, that is it, King Kong versus Godzilla. I'm actually really glad we did the commentary thing on the end there. Uh, Jamie, any thoughts on what you just witnessed for the second time? Don't touch my foreskin. <laughs> Ugh. 
<laughs> Nothing to add on the movie. I would wear a shirt that says, don't touch my foreskin. Well, we're not making one, okay? <laughs> Anyways, let's go on to start with a uh, box office here, okay? Uh, so... We can't find opening weekend or anything, but uh, overall box off of this movie, it was a hit in Japan especially. It was the fourth highest grossing film of the year. Uh, the Great Wall, Sanjuro, which is actually a sequel to uh, Kira Kurosawa movie, Ojimbo, amazing movie. Uh, that was number two and 47 Samurai, not the Keanu Reeves version. Uh, sorry, Jamie. I've never seen that one, actually. We own it! I've never seen it, though. Well, okay, well then I'll get my money back from it. Actually, no, funny story. We, funny story, Funny story, Mark. okay. We got 47 Samurai and Dracula Untold so that we could go see Tom Cruise's The Mummy for free. Yeah. Uh, what often, a bad movie. What a bad movie. I liked The Mummy. No. I, you, you know what? You like the girl in there. You drool like an entire movie over her. Okay, but aside yeah, oh, from that, oh, there's still oh, some oh, cool sequences. Yep. There's yep, still some cool so. sequences of the plane sequence. It's, it's to, not, as far it, as I'm concerned, it doesn't hold a candle to the original. Sorry. Well, I love that you're saying the original about a movie that had been remade twice already. Okay, there's the, the original the, from the, the 30s with what's this? Brendan Fraser. Yes. Okay. But again, it's it's not that it's the greatest movie ever, but it's not as bad as people make it out to be. I think there was some potential there. Uh, and it's certainly, in my opinion, better than the 2014 Godzilla, which we'll get to when I do my rankings at the end here. But uh, box office for this movie. Uh, oh, yeah. I was going to tell that uh, 47 Samurai story. Uh, <laughs> so when the Tom Cruise Mummy movie was coming out, we had gone to Walmart and we saw that. Um, what was it? It gave vouchers. Well, if, you, you occasionally you movie. get that. Uh, the, they'll do a studio will do a deal where it's like, hey, however much off your movie ticket to go see this. Yeah. And. There was uh, 47 Samurai and Dracula Untold, which we didn't really care to see either of them, but they both had those, uh, what was it, like $8 off your movie ticket. And both of the movies were between 5 to $7. So we got paid <laughs> to go see Tom Cruise's Mummy because of 47 Samurai. Uh, but anyways, with the um, box office with this, fourth highest grossing in uh, Japan for the year. Overall box office uh, worldwide, $10 million dollars. Uh, which not bad for a 1963 movie, especially one that was dubbed and very cheap. Uh, was released in both America and uh, in uh, Japan. Uh, critics reviews. So it's again for a movie that often does get criticized, which I don't know why, because this is just you know your typical King Kong Godzilla movie. It's definitely not as good as some of the other ones that came after this, but. 53% on Rotten Tomatoes or 50% uh, audience, 52 for uh, or 52 for audience, 50 for critics. Uh, it's not terrible for what it is. Uh, we don't really have a lot of reviews to run through here. We'll, we'll quickly take a look. Uh, James Power uh, of something or other, because the screen just flickered off. James Power of something or other said, James Powers of The Hollywood Reporter said, it's a peculiar kind of humor, but it does play. That's a positive one. Uh, Bob Chipman of Escapist Magazine said, it's a preposterously silly entry, but it's also one of the all-time greats. And that's the thing. you got to take it for what it is. You know, you can't take it too seriously. Otherwise, yeah, obviously you would say it's awful. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it's supposed to be silly. Uh, Bosley it's, it's Crowder. Like, it's like people that uh, watch movies from when the effects weren't so great like that that movie. I don't know if you like it, but I remember being petrified of it when I was a kid and I actually like it. Uh, House. You ever watch that one? I think I vaguely remember seeing it. But I remember it being so scary, and now I watch it when I'm growing up, I'm like, wow, this just looks so bad and cheesy. Yeah. But you, it's just, it's what it is, you know? Yeah, and with these movies, it, you kind of do go see it just to see the silly 
you know, fight scenes in the end. Uh, Bosley Crowther of the New York Times said, the one mild surprise of this cheap reprise of earlier Hollywood and Japanese horror films is the ineptitude of its fakery. That's such a cool name, Bosley. Bosley Crowther. I want to be named Bosley Crowther. I want to be Bosley. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so Bosley the boss. Uh, we don't really have awards because I doubt this was an award-winning film. But we're going to kind of look at uh, some uh, plot keywords. We'll do some user reviews here as well. Uh, now, you haven't been on an episode since we started doing these two segments. But uh, maybe you did for the plot keywords. I don't remember or not. But user reviews, we just sort of go and find a, a one-star review. In the case of a really bad movie, we'll find a ten-star review. This one, I think, is kind of in between. So let's do both. Let's look at a one-star review, and then we'll look at a ten-star review. So some of these are uh, pretty long. Here we go. Trash bag <laughs> wrote, "This is the stupidest movie I have ever seen. The acting is bad and the monsters look bad. Even the King Kong remake is better than this. What a disappointment! Skip this one. It deserves to be flushed down the toilet. That's an easy way to clog oh, your toilet." Come on. Uh, <laughs> I love this one. Just the title. Not everything from Japan is good. Uh, let's look at some ten star reviews. This one will play on both ends of the spectrum here. Greatest total film ever. Uh, I don't even know if I can read that one. Uh, one of the greatest Koji films, or Goji films. Uh, the most funniest crossover. Uh, this is a fun monster movie. The Monster Brawl has a great mo- has great monster action, a nice sense of humor, and a wonderful soundtrack. And uh, one of the greatest showdowns of all time. Yeah, these aren't terribly funny. Uh, Secrets and Lies. What is this? Snapdad wrote, The Americans deserve to remake this movie. The Japanese version had Godzilla winning the winner-takes-all literally battle. This guy clearly didn't see the movie because Godzilla doesn't win. It's pretty much a stalemate as far as I'm concerned, but it's sort of presented like uh, King Kong wins. But when the Americans heard about it, they bought the rights, reshot the ending, and made King Kong victor. This guy clearly wrote this before uh, this had been dispelled as a myth. Uh, so, yeah, Snapdad, you're an idiot. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. I'm sure you he's a really nice guy. my feelings that was me. Yeah. Uh, second. Anyways. <laughs> That's my online alias is Snapdad. Jamie is Snapdad. <laughs> so men don't hit on me. Uh, so plot keywords. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to look for a month that we can dedicate. One of these days, we're actually going to do a month dedicated to these. Uh, tree month. Psychotronic film. What does psychotronic even mean? I'm glad you're I'm here. Tr- for, I'm trying to look at the... It's all, it's all that bleach and gasoline. I'm tra- <laughs> Jamie's slow in the response. I'm trying to look at the words. Frozen that- Alive Month, coming soon. Electrocution? Uh, hold on. Frozen Alive Month, we could do Captain America, the first Avenger, Thor, The Shining, and Wind River. Wind River's I like a good The movie. Shining. Uh, what else do we have? Rescue Team Month, uh, Crossover Month, Animal Name and Title... Uh, monster versus monster yeah i think that's giant the, ape <laughs> giant ape month uh yeah i think that's all we got here um anyways let's move on what do we want to do with this movie i'll I let mean, you go first you want to buy it rent it bin it um i don't know i mean honestly if it if it was the only thing on tv i probably would put it on but it's not something i would go out of the way on the pvr to record myself so I don't know what you would consider that. That's a rent. Sure. Okay, sure. <laughs> it, it's funny enough. You, I mean, you heard us making fun of the movie. It was funny enough to, to laugh at. Look, honestly, when I first saw this movie, I probably would have told you, oh, that's a, you know, respectable buy. I really enjoyed it. But I didn't bother to watch this movie again for almost a decade. And then when I did rewatch it, you know, years ago, 
I remember sort of thinking, that's okay. It's 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 a better one of these monster ones, partly because I'm a big King Kong fan, but really this just makes me want to watch the Japanese version because I feel like there is so much now that I know uh the story behind this, you can really see how much was chopped out of this. I think this is a rent. Uh, it's a fun rent, and, and like most of these movies, it's just about the last 10 minutes, which is why we covered the last 10 minutes here, but uh, I'm going to officially put this as a rent. Now, what I'm going to do for my rankings, unfortunately, Ben isn't on here to do full rankings of this, uh, but my rankings, uh, I'm of these four movies we've done, I'm going to still put uh, uh, Kong Skull Island as my number one, which even that's not a perfect movie. Uh, I'm going to put... It's really tough between this and Godzilla and King of Monsters. Um, I kind of feel like King of Monsters has a little bit more entertainment all around, but it's also longer, so I'm, it's, it's really going to be really tight between them. I'm going to put this slightly above it. So I'm going to put this number two just barely, and then Godzilla King of Monsters 3, and then uh, Godzilla 2014 Dead Last, which I think is an absolutely awful movie. Uh, but <laughs> Funny story, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> but that'll lead us into... King Kong versus Godzilla. Sorry, Godzilla versus King Kong, which comes out next week. Uh, when we're going to get the review for this, I don't know. Jamie, are you at all excited? Really, you? Didn't, I think you watched the 2014 Godzilla movie with me once when I saw it, and you were not terribly impressed. Is that the one with Tom Hiddleston? No, that's Kong Skull Island. Oh. Uh, and then Brie, La- and Brie Larson. Remember. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston, Brie Larson was Kong Skull Island, and then <clears> the Kyle Chandler one that was King of Monsters that we watched last week. I I think that one was okay. I mean, it's not like something that I would be the biggest fan of, but I mean, I'd watch it with you. I mean, you know, when you're married to somebody, you gotta kind of make sacrifices sometimes (laughs) to watch stuff that sucks. Yeah, like, you know, her sacrifice is sometimes she watches King Kong vs. Godzilla. My sacrifice is I let her cuddle me. Like like that that last... (laughs) movie that we watched it's like you i i expected it to be so good because you just you blew it up oh no nine we're talking 1917 which is an absolute masterpiece i told you i think it's a guy movie though i think that's why because i'm I'm just watching i'm like eh. that final moment of him running across the battlefield is there storming over the trench no protecting like oh amazing I think, movie I think it's a guy thing i think it's a guy thing oh that was my birthday present we 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 uh our late christmas gift was that our 3d tv crapped out uh, so our Boxing Day gift was that we basically Probably had to get a new TV. with the kids beating on it all the yeah, time. Yeah, smacking it with hockey sticks and stuff. Uh, that's what they do in Canada, by the way, people. Uh, but uh, we got a new TV, new 4K Blu-ray player. Uh, so Jamie got me 1917 4K, which is amazing. Uh, I would buy that movie all over again, but she's totally wrong. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> this one, I would rent it. Uh, but I'm really pumped about Godzilla vs. King Kong next week. You're going to see it with me, yes or no? I'd watch it with you. I was really hoping movie theaters would be open, and it, I'm glad that it seems like movie theaters are sort of able to open for this movie. There, there's a lot of theaters that are starting to open up in the next week, almost for this movie, and I'm so jealous because there were proposed changes here in Manitoba, which would have taken effect this past, or today, at the time you're listening to this, that would have had movie theaters open in time for this movie. Now it's probably going to be at least a few weeks before that happens, but... I'm not going to wait for this movie. We're going to we're, we're going to stream it, uh, but I will go see this, regardless of whether it's good or bad, just because you have to see a movie like this on the big screen, I think. Sure. The new one, not this one. This one I'd still see on the big screen. That's totally, that's totally a Colin thing. Yeah, I'll go myself. I for, don't care. For me, it doesn't matter what screen I'm watching it on. I don't care. Yeah, well, you should. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. 
so that does it for MonsterVerse Month. Now, what are we doing next month? It's sort of up in the air. I mean, we, we really, we sort of teased it a, a couple of weeks ago on our thousandth episode that we have some ideas for April. April is sort of like our freebie month. We weren't 100% sold on what we're doing. We do plan to do the Mighty Ducks movies uh, still at some point. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers TV show starts coming out. Uh, you can listen to our interview with Aaron Schwartz, who's one of the, the cast members of the original Mighty Ducks movie, which was a fantastic interview. Uh, really entertaining guy. Uh, that one's out now. But we will mention, as we did on there, that uh, the, the Mighty Ducks movies are going to be coming soon. Other than that, we sort of are up in the air. Rossi and I actually kind of have a fun plan for what we're going to be doing this month. So uh, I'll just kind of say it now. A Quiet Place 2 is not going to be coming out in April. It's going to be coming out in May. But just because we sort of have this free month here, Rossi and I are going to do good horror sequel month. So I'm putting that in quotes, good horror sequel month, because it is subjective because horror movies are horror movies. So we've got four movies, some of which you may disagree and think they're bad. Some of them we're going to include because we like them. Uh, But (laughs) believe it or not, we are doing... A Nightmare in Elm Street Part 2, which some people make fun of, and you want a movie that's going to make you laugh. That movie is so filled with homoerotic subtext that was intentional, and they denied it for years, and then recently came out, no, we intended to be this way. But actually, to, in my opinion, is legitimately scary in some ways, but it's sort of like its own spinoff thing. Now, we're not Growing picking... up, my older brothers always watched those movies, and... I, okay, it probably helps to say in context, I'm, I'm the only girl, and, like, I have so many older brothers so many but you know honestly they watch those movies so many times and i honestly don't remember any of them i know what the guy looks like like with freddy Freddy, yeah freddy with the you know the the salad fingers Mm -hmm. but salad fingers (laughs) salad well it was like forks for fingers knives what does that have to do with salad (laughs) forks for wow you're very educated on it anyways the reason we're doing nightmare on elm street part two by the way and not something like part three or four, which I think are considered a new nightmare, which are considered better movies, is because we're trying to stick to sequels that you don't necessarily have to see the original to get. They're more sort of their own thing. So Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 is going to be one of them. That's probably not going to be the first one we do. But the other ones, it'll kind of make sense why we're picking this month. Doctor Sleep, again. Oh, that's amazing movie. That's amazing. Not oh, and you even know what, though it's you a know sequel- what else is really good? That one that, that one that you showed me. You showed me the original movies. I think it was Jason. That, that new one that it? came out. It was really good. The one that you showed me with Jamie Lee Curtis. What was that? Halloween. Oh. That's not Jason. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. I but, get mixed but up. The reason we're not doing that is though, because again, we're trying to stick to ones that you don't have to watch the original and Dr. Sleep because the shining, it's sort of its own thing. It uh, is. Yeah. As well. We're going to be doing the strangers pray at night, which uh, I'm a huge fan of this little horror movie. I think you showed from me 2007, it. I think called the strangers that, uh, kind of became a cult hit and it took them like a decade to come out with a sequel. The Strangers Pray at Night, in my opinion, is it's such an underrated horror movie because it is just completely crazy and it's almost operatic at times. Like it's just it's 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 bizarre. But is that the one where people are in like in masks? The masks, inside? yeah. You showed it to me, right? Yeah, yeah. A- and then the last one, which might actually be the first one we cover, Ten Cloverfield Lane, which is just a fantastic movie. Is that uh, also, a horror movie though? I think it was well, a thriller. Again, A Quiet Place isn't really horror, so That's let's call true. this quote unquote horror slash thriller month. Yeah. Uh, but th- those are some of the ones that we're going to be covering the next month, so stay tuned for that. Um, as always, uh, you can like us on Facebook. You listen all the tags on the end of this to hear all that stuff. Subscribe to us. And we have our Patreon now, which, uh, as we said, we have added. Uh, if you sign up, then you can get a copy of my King Kong Circumcised, as Jamie just said, the 2005 re-edit that I did of King Kong. Uh, 
and that's pretty much it. Anything else to add, Jamie? Nope. My name's Jamie, and don't touch my foreskin. Okay. <laughs> and my name is Bosley Crowder. Good night. Thanks for downloading this episode from the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider. And while you're there, please drop us a rating and leave us some feedback. You can also be sure to stay up to date with all the latest episodes and happenings from the show, as well as find out how you can get involved in upcoming episodes by following our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as getting everything you need under one roof at theoznetwork.net. Thanks once again for listening, and we'll speak to you next time.